Marshmallow and Jonas Brothers here at 92.9 and Eve before you love me. Here's a lighthearted look at what happened while you're asleep. It's, it's the feed. It's the feed. I would do anything, but I won't do what? One thing Ed Sheeran won't do is use public urinals. The Shape of You hitmaker said that if no cubicles are free, he'll take the urinal right at the end of the row. But he slammed people who still go next to him just so they can, you know, have a peek. I don't know if that's the case, Ed. I don't know. I don't want to say the line, get your hand off it, but honestly, I didn't think you'll like that, Ed. I'm sure he's joking. Um, Ed said his rule is he just doesn't use urinals. There could be 20 and I'll stand at the end one, or I'll just use the public, uh, the, the, the actual, like, toilet cubicle where you do the other stuff, you know? Um, apparently the singer once had an awkward encounter at a urinal with the Game of Thrones star Kit Harrington. I, I once ran into, um, at the Australian Commercial Radio Awards, I ran into Hamish and Andy in the urinals. True story. I ran into them in the toilet. They were coming coming out of the bathroom as I was going in. And I said to them, Huh, you two really do do everything together. Which they actually laughed at. I actually made Hamish and Andy laugh. I know. When you listen to the bad jokes on this show, it's very surprising, isn't it, hey? Justin Bieber and the Kid Leroy stay right here at 92.9. If you want to play the stress test, 676 $20 at Carlos IJ could be yours. 10 seconds on the clock, I'll give you category name, five things in that category in 10 seconds. And that one is all yours. 676 uh, I will never, ever, ever do what? Ed Sheeran will never, ever, ever use public urinals. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean... Look, there's, you know, randoms, and he's kind of like a star, too. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's because of the germs, but, like, well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hey, fun fact. In France, they have public toilets. It's just one little toilet, and it fully cleans the whole entire thing after you've been in it. I've heard, I've seen those on you, like... It's a real thing. Yeah, on I've seen videos of those the on YouTube. The floor is wet when yeah. you go in afterwards, and you're like, this is not pleasant. Yeah. But it's clean. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's kind of like that cleanliness slash comfort meter. Yeah. And, you <laughs> it's know, like, oh, it's, it's wet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you never, ever, ever, ever do? Oh, ever do? Look, I'm pretty open to doing, like, things. Yeah. Obviously nothing bad, nothing illegal. Yeah, yeah of course. Um. Yeah. Someone mm. on our Facebook page said meth. I mean, come on. Of course Come you're not going to do meth. No, I mean... Like, that's common sense. Bit of maturity I mean, on our Facebook that, though, page, please. People don't turn their car lights on, so common sense is <laughs> <laughs> lacking yeah. in some people. Uh, yes. Um, look, okay, I'm going to go... I'm never, ever going to go vegan. Wow, okay. That that's escalated quickly. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't think of anything, JB. <laughs> I was thinking skydiving, deep sea diving. Yeah, I probably kind of wouldn't thing. do those things. Sea caves, nah. Nah, nah. nah. But v- vegan, okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. What would you never, ever, ever do on our Facebook page or 676 if you want to play the stress test as well? Santana, Chad Kroger, Into the Night at 92.9. That is Professor Green. Sounds very, very, very official, doesn't he? Or she. 
Uh, read all about it at quarter to seven here at ninety two point nine. Ed Sheeran won't use public urinals. What will you never ever do? Michelle, take the ex boyfriend back. That's understandable. Tanya, the same thing there as well. And Adam will never ever ever do cauliflower or coriander. Cauliflower's a bit rough. I love coriander. Uh, coriander. Uh, cauliflower, I absolutely love. Smother it in cheese sauce. Beautiful. We're talking 10% cauliflower, 90% cheese sauce. Lovely. Coriander? Don't recommend that one with cheese sauce. Uh, someone else messaged me. JB, God, you make up stuff. You did not go to the toilet with Hamish and Andy. I did. Honestly, I was walking into the bathroom as they were walking out, and I said... Geez, you guys really do do everything together. And they laughed. True story. And speaking of Hamish and Andy, they are fronting up a $8 million marketing campaign to pursue Aussies to give travel experiences as Christmas gifts. You'll see these popping up all over the place from today as part of a new Tourism Australia campaign. Um, Hamish and his wife, Zoe, in the commercials, uh, ringing all their celebrity friends to discuss what Hamish should get his mate and comedy partner Andy Lee. He rings comedian Hannah Gatsby and NRL legend Jonathan Thurston. And the commercial finishes with Andy Lee jumping out of a plane while skydiving. Of course, off the back of this, all the states except Western Australia will have their borders open for Christmas. And Tourism Minister Dan Tian wants Aussies to experience their own backyard. Uh, he said Australia is reopening to travel and Australia is a booking holiday uh, yet again. The travel experiences could be a unique gift from wine tasting or surfing lessons, a hot air balloon ride or a romantic weekend away. I heard something really weird yesterday afternoon. I was listening to a radio station in Adelaide. I call it, you know, investigation. And I was listening to this radio station in Adelaide, and I couldn't believe it. They had a radio commercial playing for people to take a holiday to WA. They were advertising flights from Adelaide to Perth. I didn't think I'd ever hear that in my life. What a weird country that is. 13 to 7. Get ready for McHappy Day, Saturday 13th of November. Brian Adams, Mel C, when you gone? Time to get slightly snobby with letters from Townworth. Look, I have to admit, I cracked open the envelope a little earlier and had a sneak peek of this one, and I love this. We were talking about the Shonky Awards before. This is a tasty kind of award. Actually, we've been doing a lot of this lately. We did the best of Tamworth around the place a couple of weeks ago. We did the best sandwich yesterday for Sandwich Day. And now they have done the best curry in England. And they love their curries over there in England. It's their national dish, I'm pretty sure they ended up naming. They love them, and so much so that, how about this? They are doing, well, they do this every year, the English Curry Awards for 2021. That is how serious they take their national dish, the curry. And this isn't just a one-off award. This is the 10th year that they've won, they've ran the English Curry Awards. They've got 350 guests that uh, converged on the Holiday Inn in Birmingham Airport to um, have the the 10th English Curry Awards for this year. And well done, the Tamworth Staffordshire establishment, the Masala Boys, based in Church Street in uh, Tamworth, Staffordshire. They've riced to the challenge 
to scoop the takeaway of the year for the West Midlands at the English Curry Awards. Their owner, Muhammad, said this is something to be really proud of. Out of thousands of Indian takeaways, we've been chosen. Tamworth is a small town, but the community is really good and supported us through the pandemic. And we'd love to say a big thank you to all our customers for the support they've given us. The awards recognize the hard work, determination, impeccable service, and efforts of the best English curry establishment and professionals that create and serve delicious dishes at an excellent standard and the awards are a celebration of local businesses and winners are a reflection of quality and customer service as they're chosen by members of the general public. They've got the best curry. I wonder like what type of curry it is though. There's so many different types. There's lamb, there's you know Rogan Josh, butter chicken's kind of a curry as well, isn't it? So I'd love to know what one on their menu is is the pick. I mean, now that we can do international travel again, maybe head over to the, or I should say, pop a dom down. Thank you very much to the Masala Boys in Tamworth and try one of their best curries ever. I'm hungry now. 723, that's our letters from Tamworth. Zero emissions, zero jobs and zero future. Thanks for zero, National Park. That is Coldplay Higher Power here at 92.9. JB here. 744, this is very exciting. Leading Edge are opening up the Tamworth Data Centre today. To tell us more about it, the CEO of the Leading Edge Data Centre's Chris Thorpe joins me for a chat. How are you, Chris? I'm very well indeed, thank you. That's fantastic. The Leading Edge Data Centre opens for our region today. This is very exciting. I'm sure I'm not the first person to ask you this, Chris, but what's a data centre? <laughs> yes, you're definitely not the first to ask. Um, you can almost look at a data center as being a communications hub. So what we're doing, we've built this uh, world-class facility here in Tamworth. Um, we're, what we're doing is we're bringing in multiple carriers, as in multiple fiber connections into this facility to create a connectivity hub for businesses. Um, we've actually been um, in a uh, an open environment for uh, a few weeks now. So we've already got quite a few local businesses on board um, uh, who are already sort of benefiting from far superior connection speeds, uh, reduced pricing, um, and basically sort of uptime. When I say uptime, yeah. you have a lot of storms up here. Yes. Um, and when you have a lot of storms, you have uh, quite severe power outages yeah. at stages. So we've actually designed this facility to work off-grid as well as on-grid. So if there's a power outage, it doesn't matter. Your IT infrastructure still stays up and running in a highly connected, highly secure environment. Fantastic. And speed, you mentioned, it's faster, which is fantastic because so many people whinge about the internet being slow, data being slow. Uh, it, it, it's fast. Absolutely. But the problem is, I mean, every keystroke that people make in Tamworth that accesses a cloud-based service, and that could be Zero, could be MYOB, could be anything that lives in the cloud. And the cloud, in reality, is in Sydney, yeah. Melbourne, or it could even be offshore. So every keystroke, every packet of data has to travel all that distance to be processed. Mm. So what we're aiming to do is actually bring cloud-based services to Tamworth, um, have that direct connect connectivity, fast connectivity into the cloud, makes things a lot faster, cheaper, a lot more efficient, and a lot more resilience. So we're really sort of bringing independence, a level of independence to Tamworth so you don't have such a heavy reliance on a, a fibre path back to Sydney. Yeah, so it, it basically makes it quicker. It's, it's just going to, 
Johnson Street to the data centre where it is stored there near the, 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 the Tamworth Taste as opposed to, as you said, Melbourne, Sydney or, you know, maybe even Asia or Europe somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll give you a, a, a real world, uh, a real sort of user case. We, um, JT Fossey, yep. your local truck dealership here in Tamworth, they have three locations. So they um, are supported by a local managed service provider um, here in Tamworth called Toyme. And another another member of our ecosystem um, is a company called Enku, which is like a Telstra aggregation service. Now, by using our infrastructure, JT Fossey have now reduced their communications costs by 74%. They've also increased their internet speed by four times, and they've increased their speed between um, their three locations with their own private fibre network that's all been designed by um, Toym and Enku. Um, so JT Fossey are now operating in a completely different world. Wow. Now that's available and open to yeah. any businesses here in Tamworth, open to the council, local government services, manufacturing, agriculture, you know, there's many different industry verticals that can benefit from this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, um, it really does get regional Australia, I guess, up to that that global speed doesn't it it makes us you know so often up till now regional areas have been left behind when it comes to technology but it puts us on par with sydney melbourne and you know the international giants as well absolutely it's going to enable tamworth to actually compete on the global stage yeah, yeah. so yeah it's a, it's a big step forward big step forward for tamworth yeah this is the, this is the first location uh, or first true regional location that we've launched we do have one hub already up in newcastle yeah but we have dubbo going live um literally at the end of this month yep um we've got other locations in new south wales victoria and queensland so we've got a total of 26 locations in the initial rollout plan so tamworth you know you're number two You've um, that. you've sort of you've leapfrogged leapfrogged ahead, <laughs> and you're going to become part of this whole mesh network. And, and perfect yeah, timing as well after the the, the COVID nineteen pandemic and so much reliance now on on technology and doing everything remotely. It's great timing for it to be done faster and quicker. Absolutely, and your your um, your whole connectivity um, here in Tamworth can be quite weather dependent. Yeah. I've noticed. And obviously through the pandemic, because I've got some team members here on the ground, um, through the pandemic, even having a Teams call, having a, a yeah. Zoom call was a challenge at times during peak times. Yeah. So, you know, this is where we're looking to just lift that infrastructure significantly to um, give you sort of metropolitan grade access to the digital infrastructure. Yeah. It's, it's, that's the key. No, I love it. You're doing a big opening today. Uh, Barnaby Joyce is going to be there. Kevin Anderson, our local mayor, Cole Murray. You guys are doing the big opening yep. for this. And I think you've got a community community day planned at some stage in the not-too-distant future for people to get in there and have a bit of a look around as well. Absolutely, that's correct. Um, our local uh, team member from Leading Edge Data Centres is Simon Walden. Um, so he's on the ground here in Tamworth. Um, so you can either sort of reach out through, well, I think the easiest way of leadingedgedc.com is the website. Yep. That's leadingedgedc.com. Just go to the contact page and then you can reach out directly and Simon Walden will be in touch and we can organise a tour of the facility. Fantastic. Love it. Hey, Chris, thank you so much for this. This sounds very exciting for our region and much needed, no doubt, 
Uh, so thank you so much for your time this morning to have a chat about it. Thanks very much. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Chris Thorpe there, the CEO and founder of the Leading Edge Data Centres, joining me in our McDonald's McCafe coffee break. And, of course, McHappy Day just around the corner, coming up on Saturday the 13th of November. And there's three new silly sock designs to choose from for just $5 each. You can get Ronald, Hamburglar, or Grimace. You can grab those today. And, of course, all the profits from those go towards helping seriously ill children and their family through Ronald McDonald House Charities. They're available now at all participating restaurants while stocks last. That's Adele's brand new one. That's easy on me at 13 past 7 here at 92.9. JB here. Thanks to the team at Country Autos, GWM Havel, Bridge Street, West Hamworth for new cars and quality used cars in their dedicated used car lot, which you'll find now on Gunnaganoo Road. A pointless fan that doesn't cool you down, a $2,000 compost bin and a sugar-laden kid's snack masquerading as a healthy treat have been named in this year's 2021 Choice Shonky Awards. Also selected was a Buy Now Pay Later scheme, which lets customers borrow up to $30,000, and also an airline-funded complaints forwarding service. The annual Shonky Awards, in which Choice testers select what they deem to be the dodgiest items for sale on the retail market, is running now in its 16th year. A uh, bladeless fan that Choice expert tester Adrian Linai warned consumers shouldn't be fooled by. It sells for around about $300. He put the Kogan's Smarter Home bladeless fa- fan through its paces, and Mr. Linai said that it performed seven times worse than the average tower fan and 70 times worse than the best bladed fan on the market. He said the wind power was so low that it looked like an error in the measurement. So we can say he wasn't a fan of that item. Uh, The Breville Food Cycler, retailing at $499, also was on the shonky list. They said that it's a very expensive way for people to feel less guilty about their environmental footprint. The Food Cycler dries, grinds, and cools your leftovers, turning them into an odorless, nutrient-rich eco-chip which you can then put into the garden. The item retails for 499 but then there's the associated energy cost to consider, which is around about $86 a year, plus the cost of replacing the filters and other parts, which will set you back about $233 per year. Over a five-year period, Choice estimates the food cycler would set you back about $2,000. Their home economic officer, Fiona Mayer, said that, She had a better idea. Just simply use a plastic container with a lid, otherwise known as a compost bin. (laughs) A spokesperson for Breville, which makes the item, said that Choice had missed the bigger point in its review. They said that the vast majority of the world's food waste is currently heading to landfills at significant costs and with grave environmental consequences. We completely agree with the review that compost bins are a great option for dealing with food waste. However, the reality is that not everyone can compost and the volume of food waste that makes it to landfill is evidence of that. Also, the Kittylicious Strawberry Fruit Wiggles that was shocked to discover there that they had more sugar in the form of concentrated fruit sugars than a bag of Allen's lolly snakes. 68.8% of the Kittylicious Strawberry Fruit Wriggles was sugar. Marketing on the packet said the jellies contain real fruit and no artificial additives, 
which tended to suggest it was a healthy snack option for kids, according to the choice food and nutrition expert Rachel Clemens. However, not only is the fruit content just concentrated fruit sugars, it's also devoid of any fiber and nutrients found in whole fruit, according to the choice expert. However, a spokesperson for the Lolly Company said, although we support the general intentions of the choice group, we do not agree with the comment that our packaging is sneaky and designed to mislead. The, uh, the buy now, pay later company, Hum, also got drawn under the coals in their shonky awards for handing out $30,000, up to $30,000, they'd lend people. However, they wouldn't answer Choice's question on how they actually do due diligence that people are able to repay that money back. They asked Hum multiple times, and their questions remained unanswered. So Hum were also part of the Shonky Awards for 2021 from Choice. 17 past 7, we're off to Tamworth, Staffordshire next with another Letters from Tamworth after this. I've been